Hi, I'm Brandon. Hi, I'm Will. And this is Chill on the Hill. A podcast from the Daily Tar Hill where we send you good news and good vibes from Chapel Hill. We're starting 2021 off with a bang. And we could all use some good news right now. So we're bringing the news from Chapel Hill straight to you. What's our first story today, Will? So our first story today is from about a week ago. Chapel Hill and two other towns in Orange County passed um, LGBTQ non-discrimination ordinances, becoming the first three municipalities in North Carolina to do so. This is following the expiration of a three-year provision in North Carolina that barred local governments from passing such ordinances. And this ordinance is actually going to protect people from discrimination based on their sexual orientation, their gender identity, gender expression, um, etc. And this applies to public spaces and to employment. Yeah, which makes it very important because in some spaces in North Carolina, it's still legal to fire people just for being gay or queer or however they identify. As somebody that identifies on the LGBTQ spectrum myself, I think that this ordinance is a great step in in the right direction for all three towns that passed these ordinances um, in protecting LGBTQ folk across the board. Yeah, and hopefully we start to see some more towns and municipalities pass these ordinances moving forward. But for now, the importance isn't lost on anyone in the town, nor is it lost on the town council members. So what's next, Brandon? Next on our agenda, we've got From Opera to Tiktopera. So it looks like the UNC Opera Group has decided that in lieu of having a physical performance due to the pandemic, that they put together a Tiktopera, which basically is just a virtual compilation of different people singing and doing all the things that you might see in an opera, and they posted it to the internet. This is really neat because it's a really great way to still perform and reach you know, people during the coronavirus pandemic while also utilizing technology and trends to kind of create a unique experience. This reminds me of Ratatouzical, the musical that happened over break. Yeah, absolutely. And with the UNC Opera's performance, they actually kind of decided to do a little bit of a a cultural piece, if you will. Um, So their performance was The Child and the Spells by Maurice Raval. Um, And it's about a child that had to stay home during the 1918 influenza pandemic. Um, So it's really fitting for 2020 and 2021 um, that the fall 2020 class decided to do this particular show. That seems really cool. How can we watch it, Brandon? It is posted on YouTube, so you can watch it there. Um, And to find the link for that, visit dailytarheel.com and search up UNC Opera, um, and you should find that easily. So what have we got next, Will? So our next story is about the Ackland Museum, which will be reopening at the end of January after being closed for about 10 months. Um, They're going to be reopening with newly implemented coronavirus-inspired precautions to allow patrons to still come visit the museum and see the exhibits. So some of those precautions are they will be limiting occupancy to 25% capacity. Visitors will have to enter the museum um, in time slots for about one hour, in which they can reserve time slots on the, the museum's website. Also, as visitors come in, they will be screened for COVID-19 symptoms, and there will be sanitary lotion and other precautions throughout the the actual museum itself to create a safe experience for patrons. 
officials of the museum said that a lot of these precautions were inspired uh, so that people could actually take in the museum and so that they could have a riching and wonderful experience. Um, and I know I've been to the Ackland many times since I've been at UNC, so it's really great to see that they're able to open back up. Um, but for those who may not still feel comfortable visiting the museum, they do have a portion of their exhibits online. Yeah, the Ackland is such a staple in Chapel Hill, and I always really appreciated when professors would make assignments that required you to go to the museum. So I hope, you know, as students come back to campus, they're also able to take advantage of this new safe reopening. So what's next, Brandon? So last on our agenda for today is students starting to take to Facebook to find friends, if you can believe it, even though Facebook, I know, right? (laughs) Facebook has started to kind of die in popularity a little bit among the younger age groups, but it seems that a lot of people are taking to UNC's class of 2024, 2023, etc. Facebook groups to post their class schedules and get to know some people um, as we're in this remote uh, learning environment. That's really awesome to see because I could not imagine, you know, especially being a first year coming to Chapel Hill and having to navigate this in some sort of pseudo lockdown, you know, not having a roommate or any of those opportunities that are kind of built into the Carolina experience to meet people. Yeah, absolutely. Freshman year was such a formative time for me, and I don't know what I would have done if it was entirely online. Um, But it's not just first years, Will, that are taking to to Facebook. It's also seniors, juniors, even sophomores, too, that are looking for a little bit of human connection, I guess, and looking to make some friends, maybe find a study buddy. And according to a CAP psychologist, uh, they've been noticing a little bit more isolation, anxiousness, and depression among the people that have been coming to CAP. So hopefully these Facebook schedule postings and people trying to make friends on social media will result in a little less of people feeling alone. So that's all we have for you today, folks. Special thanks to Hannah Rosenberger for reporting on people posting their schedules in Facebook groups. And thanks to Mika Travis for writing about the Ackland Art Museum reopening. And thank you to Emma Kenfield for reporting on the LGBTQ non-discrimination ordinances. And thank you to Gabby Allen for their reporting on the TikToker. As always, Chill on the Hill is produced by The Daily Tar Heel. And Will and I are coming at you from The Daily Tar Heel studio. Yeah, it's good to be back uh, after a month away. As always, make sure to subscribe to Chill on the Hill on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening today. And make sure to follow us at Daily Tar Heel on almost every single social media that exists. You can read about these stories and more at DailyTarHeel.com and pick up our print edition every week in the boxes on Wednesdays. Absolutely. 